This is Industry Matters, powered by VGM, a podcast about community, belonging, and connections. VGM is a member service organization uniting large and small, durable and home medical equipment providers across the nation. VGM also serves the respiratory, complex rehab, wound care, women's health mastectomy, home accessibility, and orthotics and prosthetics communities. Hello, everybody. This is Dave Lyman, Vice President of Sales for VGM and Associates. I'm here today with Ryan Ball, Director of VGM Market Data, to discuss some business development strategies in this COVID-19 environment. So how are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing really well. You know, uh, operating just as everybody else in a remote environment is interesting and different and new, but, you know, certainly still more than enough things to keep me busy. Perfect. Question here, how does COVID-19 change what providers do from a sales perspective? Yeah, the, the feedback that we've gotten over the last couple of weeks and even, you know, months now is it just created a lot of uncertainty. You know, with COVID really limiting or eliminating, you know, for a time frame, the elective surgeries and, you know, traditional physician office visits and sleep testing and so many things that are done in an institutional type setting. HMEs are really trying to figure out, look, what are we able to do right now from a traditional sales and marketing activity? So with all of that uncertainty, we've really started to look for is what can we do in this time frame to prepare and kind of analyze and really kind of plan what we're going to be able to do when offices start to reopen and when we can engage in more traditional activities. So what we've heard is folks are sitting tight now trying to figure out where is this going to go? What is the impact going to be on my business? And how can I really set myself up for a more rapid business recovery by focusing on planning and training and analysis within my markets? Yeah, that's a great point. How can providers look at the market and analyze it and plan to be more prepared? You know, it's interesting. I mean, a lot of these things, we've kind of developed quite a few tools over the last few years, you know, to help providers better understand their markets and the competitive landscape. So these tools weren't necessarily developed with COVID environment in mind, but they are even more prescient and relevant now, I feel like. So from an analysis standpoint, you can certainly understand and plan out, you know, you've got your individual sales teams and start to understand, look, where are the key opportunities for us within our market? Are there doctors that we're working with that are also working with some other HMEs in the market? Can we aggregate more business there? Who are the other doctors that work primarily with our competitors? And do we have some level of a differentiation that we can focus on now that we're in kind of the new COVID environment and what we're able to do? Uh, Certainly, you know, if you're looking to get into a larger geographic footprint or a new product area, there's a lot of opportunity out there. So being able to quantify where are claims or where are the doctors that I need to go talk to for a new product, or if I go into this new county over here to the north of where my traditional business is now, how much business is there? And do I feel like I could really operate in that environment by focusing on some key positions? And then putting all of that together with your sales team and having that assigned list. Like I said before, a lot of these things aren't new. There are a lot of tools that a lot of HMEs have taken advantage of in the past. But particularly now, when you have sales and marketing staff that aren't able to perform some of their other traditional functions, getting them to focus on this side of the business is only going to pay dividends moving forward. And I really feel like it's going to set them up for a more rapid success and more future success based off of what we're seeing in the market. An interesting piece of it is just kind of what we've seen initially from a business impact is you start to look at respiratory type items. Obviously, those are the ones that are in the news and you get ventilation and oxygen and portable oxygen. 
And then you get into hospital beds and mattresses and things like that that are obviously going to see a spike in utilization based off of the increased number of folks that are going into the home and needing respiratory care. So how can we start to look at that market, start to see the trends of when these physician offices and surgeries are starting to reopen and have that plan in place ready to go to know, okay, once we're ready to hit the go button, obviously there's some things we can talk about in terms of changing and adapting strategies for sales in this environment as well. But once we are ready to hit that go button, we've got to have a plan in place and be ready to take advantage of the market because there are some pretty significant opportunities out there depending on the products that you're in. Yeah, Ryan, you bring up a great point. You know, this is a great time to really evaluate your sales process, who you're calling on, how often you're calling on them, and really taking a look at your referrals. Are you really calling on the right people? Are you making the right choices of how you're spending your time? And I know, Ryan, that uh, we want to know how can providers better qualify and identify opportunities. And I know that you have a new tool. Could you talk to the providers out there about what your tool can do and how it helped them better call and focus you know, on the right folks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, what, what we've been talking about is tailor-made for what our new data visualization tool is designed to do. Essentially, the core of that individual product is to allow you to evaluate different geographic markets based off of the total volume of orders for a particular DME product, right? So is this particular area more valuable to me than what my current market would be? How much business can I expect? From there, right, then it's all about once we've identified who are those key high volume prescribers of that HME product that we're interested in and which markets do I want to be in. Now we can start to look at, and of those key doctors, where does their business go? Where am I within the market? What's my overall aggregate market share for CPAP within my targeted counties or area or market area that I want to focus on? So when you can put those two together and then drill into each key physician, it's all about shrinking down that market to who are the most valuable potential referral targets? Who are the doctors that are most likely to be seeing an increased patient load due to COVID-19 over the next couple of months? And certainly who are those doctors who are already seeing a high volume of relevant patients within the markets that you serve? It's all about shrinking that market down to be able to focus on the high volume opportunities. And then we try to give you as much intelligence about that physician's business as we can by identifying from a percentage base what percentage of that doctor's business goes to you versus to one of your competitors versus to another one of your competitors. And then from there, you can identify what is my competitive differentiator? Right? What are some of the things that you're leading with in this new environment, the changes that you've made to your business, the things that you really want that position to focus on that you can call out on that are very relevant in the environment? So the tools that we've built are really designed to help you value and evaluate markets, quantify what your market share is in a particular area, and evaluate what additional opportunities exist, and then really get that better understanding of the competitive landscape so that you know you know, if I have a physician that's primarily sending business to a competitor, you know some of the changes that you've made. You know some of the things that maybe that competitor doesn't do so well that you already had an advantage on. So how can you best position that information knowing that you can kind of shrink that market down to identify those key opportunities first? So it really sounds like really going where you need to go. It's, it would be the best use of your time from a provider. I think that's a great time saver and can really help providers organize their sales calls in a real better facet, identifying positions and their time, right? Time's the key. You know, we all know the more uh, sales calls we make, the better opportunity we're going to have. But if we have 
data that really shows us in a tool where we need to go, boy, that really could change how you make your calls. That's great. Yeah, yeah. This, to me, it's, nice it's really about shrinking things down. You know, how, how do we make it simple for each individual rep to know these are the key opportunities? What all can we tell them about those opportunities? And then let's enable them to be able to make those calls in a more efficient manner. Yeah, and it's just on a different note, what about, you know, salespeople, they're stubborn, right? And, and they think they know where to go and what to do. But what have you seen out there that may help providers work with their sales team more closely? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting. When you look at the tools that are building the data that's available out there in the market for HMEs, I think it's easy for, you know, individual salespeople to get defensive, right? When you're starting to identify some areas of opportunity within a market that they've been working in and it's serving for, you know, a period of time to point out the fact that there are additional things that they could be doing. Uh, I think it's inherently the salespeople will get a little bit defensive, but at the end of the day, those opportunities are there. So the more we can shine a light on them and the more the, the business owner from an HME level or the sales manager or whoever it is that's kind of molding that team together, this is all about investing in tools to help that salesperson do their job better and be more efficient at it so that they're not wasting their time calling on low volume doctors or calling on you know individual facilities where we don't think there's that much business there to get. Focusing on where the volume is is how you build your numbers. Salespeople are, are all driven by numbers in, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a sales number, a number of calls, a number of visits, you know, a number of setups, whatever it may be. This is all about we've got some established goals for you from a management level that we feel like we can hit within this market based off of what this data and information is telling us. So how can we best provide the tools to help that salesperson succeed within the market? And that's really what we built, you know, our, our solutions around is helping enable folks from a sales level and from a management level to identify and quantify opportunity quickly and then be able to mobilize that team to get out and, and kind of execute on the plays that are being called from a targeting standpoint. So the more planning and analysis you can do, that just shines a light on where opportunity exists. And then it's about getting you and your team on the same page to really understand, look, we're not pointing out inadequacies here. What we're trying to do is focus on where are our best opportunities to grow. And from there, I think a rising tide lifts all boats. That's great, Ryan. You talk about your new visualization platform. It really seems that DME providers are really struggling with payer contracts. They're struggling with getting cut out with some of these contracts that maybe they previously have or the reimbursement levels have really dropped. Maybe they don't want to uh, utilize uh, business from those payers. How could this data be used to improve, you know, contracting opportunities or really going after the good payers? Yeah, that's a really good question and a big focus for us here in 2020 on, on the market data side. So, you know, we, a lot of the feedback that we got from our, our customers in the HMA market was that, gosh, this, this information that you can give us on our competitive dynamics and market share and positions is extraordinarily valuable. Is there anything you can point to on the other side of the business that's more operations focused? And that's where we kind of went back to some of our key kind of sources on the data side and started to pull in more commercial payment data. So we've got commercial kind of reimbursement intelligence is, is what we're calling it. And we have the ability to go into a particular geographic area to isolate a particular HME product and start to look at what are commercial payers paying in the marketplace right now for 
particular DME products? What are they reimbursing, you know, one particular provider versus another? Where are the disparities between, you know, what ABC DME gets and what DCE DME gets? And how can we start to put that, you know, into a plan to identify here are the key contracts in your area where we feel like you're undervalued, right? You're undervaluing your services based off of what that payer is paying others within the market. How do your reimbursement rates profile across multiple payers versus other providers within your area? And then really just kind of starting to put your arms around, are there some smaller regional payers within the market? And to your point, David, the, the networks are, are fairly limited or closed off. Or you used to have business there, but you kind of got lost the contract or something to that effect. Knowing where those reimbursement rates are is going to help you negotiate, number one. It's going to know where you can be strong and where you can hold your ground versus, you know, where maybe you do need to give a little based off of underlying market dynamics. But it also allows you to kind of position yourself on the front end to say, look, is this a contract I want or not, right? If you know that this is a big payer within the market and you got to have it, can I help you say, this is where I need to come in from a number standpoint. If you know that it's something that could be potentially valuable for you based off of the fact that they're a high-performing payer from a reimbursement standpoint, now you know that you may even have some more leeway to be able to go in there and negotiate rates upward and still save the payer money at the end of the day. So, you know, the really exciting things that we're able to do, uh, we're working with Craig Douglas on the EGF side, being able to take this information and interpret it and help providers work through it. But it's a big, you know, a kind of piece of our 2020 plan is starting to continually drive some of this reimbursement information and start to develop what are the key insights that we can help providers with in terms of where opportunities exist on the contracting level. Yeah, that sounds great. Ryan, you talked about, you know, we've got the data to know what physicians are referring, what products to whom, right? And then now you're added payer information on what is being reimbursed to who in certain rates. So you've given some fantastic tools for providers to really go out there and get the business. But right now, you know, in the COVID environment, I know it's changing slowly here. What do you feel that providers, you know, how can they adapt and do better in this environment with their sales? Yeah, you know, it's really kind of reimagining the sales process, right? I mean, how, how are you actively managing your current referral sources, I think, is a big question. And then certainly... You know, but who's comfortable and at what level are they comfortable actually going in and doing visits? So, you know, once we get there, I think that's a big piece or a big step. And, you know, obviously we're seeing elective surgeries start to restart in some areas of the country. We're starting to see some areas open up. So it's only a matter of time before we can start to get back to at least some level of traditional sales activities. But at some point, you got to meet them where they are, right? All of these offices are dealing with the same challenges that H&D providers are. They can't bring their patients in to see them. How are they treating their patients? How are they managing their affliction? Well, primarily through, you know, virtual office visits and telehealth type pieces, you know, more phone calls, all the same things that you all and HMEs are trying to do as well. So, you know, when I say meet them where they are, when you reach out to an individual referral source, talk to them and, and lead each conversation with a more consultative approach to identify, look, what's the best way that, that you feel like we can communicate with each other? You know, absent being able to come in and, and kind of have those traditional conversations, you know, is it a is it a web conference that we could potentially facilitate? Is it more email and electronic communication? You know, starting to better understand how is it that we can best serve you, uh, understanding that a lot of these physician offices have already moved to some of these telehealth platforms and are actively using that and changing their business model at the same time. 
you know, certainly being able to use more broad-based web conferencing platforms is an easy way to do it as well, but really lead with how can we best communicate with you and meet them where they are and then really kind of start to develop that consultative approach to providing value. Once you get through that, you know, I think there's a lot from a messaging standpoint that you can focus on, right? I mean, the, the number one issue on everybody's mind, number one is how can you help serve my patients, uh, you know, from a physician level? that are in need of in-home services. And I think you can create talking points that really focus on what's most relevant in the market, right? More patients want to get to home. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, certainly kind of targeted outbreaks within institutional care facilities and and those types of things. That's a big opportunity for more patients coming into the home. And how can you help, you know, kind of facilitate that discussion and that movement for that physician office? But, you know, lead with some of the changes that you've made in this environment. They've made changes You've been forced to make changes as well, and it's going to put you on a stronger footing. So look at, you know, patient device remote monitoring capabilities, right? A lot of the new kind of pieces out there, particularly in the respiratory environment, allow you to monitor patients and their usage and things like that. Lead with that. Help the physicians better understand. Certainly looking at, you know, more in-home precautions that are being being taken by you and your staff with PPE and kind of making sure that, you know, they understand that you're understanding and cognizant of the environment that we're in. Focusing on some non-delivery models, uh, you know, obviously with folks not wanting anybody into their home for a little while. You know, if you've expanded your service area or capabilities or additional volume for relevant uh, equipment that you're not servicing now, you know, if you can come in there and provide them that service and value and really kind of begin and end each conversation with how can we best serve you and your patients, I think you're going to see and get a lot of, you know, welcome opportunity for you to be able to get in there and provide that service. They need it. They need it now more than ever. So the more focused and targeted we can be, both with how we're kind of isolating and choosing who are the physicians that we want to call on, as well as what's that message that we're going in there with, I think is a really powerful one-two punch that's going to allow you to, once we're ready to do this, really start to hit the ground running with some of these key products that we're going to see increases in, right? The, the billing and reimbursement changes, as well as you know, just kind of the underlying dynamic of more people needing respiratory care uh, in home is going to drive increases in some of these key markets. So we need to be able to be best positioned to take advantage of it. And again, the, the planning piece of it and even the training piece, you know, Dave, you and I have talked about that. You know, you're working with the VGM sales team and kind of actively working through some of the, these things within the market as well. You know, starting to focus on where can we get opportunity, but also, you know, kind of leading with change and help coaching up our individual folks and helping them understand what the new environment looks like, where do they need to be from a messaging standpoint, and how can we all kind of get together to start to get back to business here. Yeah, Ryan, you've you've talked about a bunch of great things today. You know, just to summarize a few is you've got a, a new delivery platform for data. You also have some new reimbursement intelligence. And we talked about some adaptation during this COVID environment. So a lot of things, I think, to give people ideas to think of new strategies, new ways to analyze how they do business and who they go after to get business. Do you have anything else maybe to say to the providers or any more advice that could could assist them in their journey? Yeah, you know, to me, I think, you know, a lot of these providers are, are in the same boat, right, where they see that there could be some opportunity. Certainly, they've seen the impact on their business initially, which is difficult because everything froze in place. And assuming that we're frozen in place for a little while, focusing on what we can do once we're unfrozen, I think is the biggest step. 
But, you know, as we look at, you know, coming out of this, and, you know, I think anybody that tells you they know what's going to happen is lying to you inherently. But as you start to look at this and really look at where are my opportunities and just be willing to adapt, right? Understanding that there's likely to be a significant market availability for some of the products and services that HMEs provide. You know, how can we make sure, I think we're certainly relevant, but how can we focus on where that relevancy can have the greatest effect? And from an HME level, you know, know that you're not alone. There are other providers out there that are having the exact same struggles. Much of this is geographic-based, just based off of when, you know, communities and economies and elective surgeries are reopening and restarting. But once they do, you know, I think we all need to kind of be ready to take advantage of, you know, what's going to be a pent-up demand because a lot of these folks haven't been able to get in to see their physician and they haven't been able to get some of the things that they need. So how can we work through that? How can we be ready for it? And then how can we best manage our partners in the referral process, make sure that we're providing the best value and service that we can to their patients? Hey, Ryan, thank you so much. I look forward to learning more about the market data's new tools for providers out there. And uh, thank you very much for taking time today to have this discussion. Yeah, and I appreciate the opportunity here and certainly your time, Dave. It's always great to talk to you, even if we don't get to see each other very much anymore. But I, I certainly appreciate it and, you know, look forward to continued discussions here as well. Great. Thank you.